Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Welcome to Musa Stories for Pasha's Tazria. Okay, kids, here's the question. What Avera causes Tsaras? Lashon Hara is correct, but there are other ones too. The Gemara says that swearing falsely also causes Tsaras. I am going to tell you a story of someone who became a Mitzayra for swearing falsely. His name was Gechazi. It happened in the days of the first Beis HaMikdash. Elisha Hanovi was the main prophet and Gechazi was Elisha's main servant. Elisha Hanavi was well known throughout Eretz Yisrael as the Rosh Yeshiva of the prophecy school and a person who could work miracles. The enemy of the Jews in those days was the country called Aram. The general of Aram was named Naamon. Naamon had Soras and couldn't get healed. Okay, got it? Naamon is the general of Aram's army. He had Saras, and no one could heal him. His maid was a Jewish captive girl who helped out Naamon's wife. One day, this Jewish maid girl suggested that Naamon should go to Eretz Yisrael and ask Elisha to heal him. And so it happened. This could become a great big Kiddush Hashem, that the general of the enemy army should get a refuah shalema from the Navi of Israel? Wow. Let's see what happens. So Naaman came with his horses and chariot and many gifts in return for being healed from Tsaras. Naaman was standing at the entrance of Elisha Hanovi's house when Elisha sent a messenger out to tell Naaman what to do. The messenger said, Go take a bath seven times in the waters of the Jordan River and you will be healed. Naaman was not impressed. In fact, he got angry. Naaman said, I thought that Navi would come out of his house to see me. He prayed to Hashem and then waved his hand over my skin and the tsaras would miraculously disappear. Now he wants me to go bathe in a river? I do that all the time at home. I know already river waters don't work for me. He was furious. But Naaman's servants calmed him down and told him, Look, master, we're here already. Go give it a try. There's the Jordan River over there. It's easy. And so Naaman did. Naaman went down and toiled himself in the Jordan River seven times. And when Naaman came out, yes, his skin was healthier than ever and young looking like the skin of a little boy. Naaman and all of his horsemen returned to Elisha and said, Wow-wee! Now I know that there's no other God but the God of the Jews. Here, take these presents I gave you. Ten big blocks of silver. Six thousand gold pieces. Plus ten new suits. Here you go. Kids, what do you think? Did Elisha accept the gifts? Elisha did not want people to think that he was a plain old doctor that gives medical advice in order to make money. 
So Elisha insisted, no way, nothing. Are you sure? Naaman asked. Of course. What do you think? I'm a doctor? No, I'm a messenger from Hashem to help people. Now run along. Go ahead. Lech l'shalom. Go home. Wow, was Naaman impressed. That was a whopper Kiddush Hashem. But wait, now comes Gehazi. Gehazi was mighty in learning Torah and he had great potential. But he had a Midos problem. The Gemara says that he used to call Elisha by his first name. And Elisha was the God of Lador. Well, this Gehazi also had the bad Mida of Chemda. What is Chemda? He was greedy. I'll explain. Gehazi was with Elisha when he heard Naaman offering all of those presents. Ten big blocks of silver! Gehazi thought. Hmm, I could use those. Six thousand gold pieces! Gee, that sounds nice. Ten new suits! Wow, I really want a new wardrobe. So Gehazi thought of a plan of how to at least get some of it from Naaman. But he had to think quickly before Naaman goes too far on the road. So Gehazi slipped out from before Elisha and began to chase after Naaman. Naaman saw someone trying to catch up to him. So he stopped and he got off of his chariot. Is everything okay? asked Naaman. Yes, yes. Uh, it's just that my master sent me to tell you that just as you left, two new students who are poor came to learn how to become a Navi in our yeshiva. Could you perhaps spare one block of silver and two new suits for them? Kids, this is a lie. Gehazi is lying. Naaman was suspicious. He said, One minute. Are you willing to swear to me that you are saying now the truth? Oh, sure, said Gehazi. I swear in the name of the Lord. Kids, it's false. Gehazi just swore falsely. <gasps> Okay, now I believe you, said Naaman. Sure, take two blocks of silver. I insist. Naaman wrapped up the blocks of silver and the two new suits, gave them to Gehazi, and off they went. Gehazi hid them so Elisha wouldn't know. But Elisha did know. He was a Navi. A Navi is connected to Hashem and can know secrets that only Hashem knows. And when Gehazi returned to the yeshiva, Elisha asked, Oh, where did you go, Gehazi? So Gehazi answered, oh, Nowhere special. Gehazi, don't you know that my heart went with you? My Novi abilities saw what happened. They saw Naaman get off of his chariot. Gehazi, now is not the time to try getting rich. Elisha saw some tsaras marks on Gehazi's forehead he knew it was Naaman's tsaras that jumped onto Gehazi. Elisha gave Gehazi a curse punishment. From now on, the tsaras of Naaman should stick to you and to your children forever. With that, Gehazi ran away from Elisha. Gehazi was covered with tsaras, white as snow. So now he ran away and never came back. Not only did he not get to use what he was greedy for, he even lost what he started out with, his healthy skin. 
Gehazi lost his healthy skin. For the rest of his life, he was a Metzora, all because of his greed. And Gehazi's children weren't so innocent. They knew about their father's Avera, and they didn't speak up. So, kids, you see what greed can do? If a person is excited to get food or money or toys that he doesn't deserve, that's called chemda. It's a bad mida of being greedy. Gehazi's greed caused him to disregard his Rebbe, and greed caused Gehazi to lie, and greed caused him to swear falsely. So he needed to have a kapara. He needed to catch tsaras. He needed to stay outside the walls of the city. Kids, these days, Hashem doesn't send tsaras, but the Sfarim say that Hashem sends a punishment to replace tsaras even these days. It's the punishment of becoming poor. So what's the Musr from the story? Don't be greedy. Be happy with the little that Hashem wants you to have, and you'll be rich. For more stories, visit the website, musrstories.com.